Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. I just wanted to thank everybody that was at this uh, Chicago live recording. Uh, it was just so amazing to meet uh, some of the members of the 12 and a half. It's a very elite group, and uh, we really enjoyed that very much. If you like the live shows, uh, TJ and I will be doing the L.A. Podfest on September 24th. The show's at noon. And I'd like to fill that up uh, with our true fans. So please uh, get tickets as soon as you can. That's September 24th. Uh, Also, TJ's Meticulously Ridiculous Tour is still coming to a bunch of cities near you. Uh, So go to his website and don't miss him. Uh, I just did a couple dates on the tour. And i got to tell you, the show is just as ridiculous as it is meticulous. I think you'd love it. Uh, I'll be performing on a few more of the tour dates. Minnesota on September 1st. And in Edmonton, September 2nd and 3rd. So come on out. Um, lastly, for those of you with withdrawal symptoms uh, from the uh, when we miss episodes of the uh, regular show, uh, I do have another show on Nerdist still called Cash Withdrawal. Last week's guest was Nick Swartzen. Um, so give that a listen. Thanks again. To Shelly. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Kick things off with a little. It's a custom fit, taste it podcast for you. I got a hot, buttery pod ready for you, coming right out of the oven. It's going to be so tasty, you can't even begin to taste it. It's like Taste of Chicago right here. We are in Chicago at the Annoyance Theater, which, yeah. It's where it all started for a lot of great improvisers, and, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing to be here. Annoyance. I feel like we've lowered the expectations. 
before the show. I mean, if we're annoying, people are like, that's okay. They were a little annoying. Uh, they warned us. But uh, we're going to be as annoying as possible today. And I just, I love Chicago. It's a wonderful place. Uh, as you know, it's, one, it's where I met my uh, good friend, one of the guests on the show, and one of the first, one of my favorite guests on the show I met here in Chicago. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I know I get some flack about uh, not having enough guests. Uh, Although I do defend myself, I have, uh, you know, Pemberton Buttlesticks, uh, Trisket Hurla Button. Uh, one of my favorite uh, improvisers who's been on the show before, it's too bad he can't make it today, uh, uh, T.J. Miller. He, this show really put him on the map. I don't know. Without this podcast, I don't feel like he'd be, you know, where he is. But I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it for him. And, you know, he actually started in Chicago, so it's exciting to be here. And this is where we met, uh, in Chicago. And, uh, but, but today's different. Today's going to be a historic day because we have some great guests from uh, Taste of Chicago. And that's, that's what I love about Chicago. I love the, 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 the deep dish. You guys, are so proud of the, you guys are so proud of the deep dish. You always know when you're meeting someone from Chicago and you're in California because they'll be like, you call that pizza? That's not pizza. In Chicago, we got deep dish. <laughs> Right? That's a cracker with cheese on it. We got deep dish. Come on, we got the deep dish, man. You can dive in and swim around in there. Right? You call that soup? That's not soup. That's like broth. We got deep dish soup in Chicago. Deep dish. You need like six ladles to climb your way out of there. It's a ladle dish. It's a deep dish covered with cheese. You call that a lake? That's not a lake. That's a pond in Chicago. We got the deep dish. We got the deep lake. It's a, they, they named it after a state, Lake Michigan. They, it, it's so deep, it's got cheese inside of it. Diving boards, a deep dish. You call that a coffin? That's not a coffin. That's a cardboard box. We got deep dish. We got deep dish coffins in Chicago. We got, you could fit three bodies in there. You call those breasts? We got deep cleavage. You can't be lactose intolerant in Chicago. It's deep dish. Call that a person? We got deep dish people here. We got John Belushi. You got John Goodman. We got the big boys, the Blues Brothers, deep dish people. People just filled with cheese. And that's the thing, the deep dish, man. It's great, right? And I went to the Taste of Chicago. Have you guys been there? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, there's a lot of different foods going on there. Uh, it's almost too many ethnic groups represented. It's really more of a gastrointestinal Olympics. You know, it's not, like, it's very painful. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't be tasting all of Chicago uh, in the same day, but there was a deep dish eating contest. And uh, I have the two finalists here tonight from the deep dish eating con- uh, contest. And, uh, I mean, these guys, I mean, you think, how much do they eat? They ate a lot. And this is historic because what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring them on the show, and we're going to have a deep dish eating contest on the show, which I think is going to be great for podcasting. And for those of you that are watching, watching the podcast at home, it's going to be awesome. It's really cool. I don't know who. I I know the name of the first guy. The second guy, uh, his, his name is Triple D. Uh, they call him Dr. Deep Dish. <laughs> no one knows who he is because he always wears a mask. But the first guy, he's actually from the show Silicon Valley. And, uh, yeah. 
The first guy is apparently he really got into the deep dish eating contest. Now, Taste of Chicago was when? In May? June? July. Yeah. Felt like May, didn't it? Insert weather joke right there. Felt like May, but it was in July, and uh, they've been doing this deep dish contest ever since. Please welcome my first finalist to the deep dish contest uh, from Silicon Valley. Please welcome Jimmy O. Yang. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea the contest was still going on. Uh, for a guy that's in a deep dish contest, seems like you're eating pretty slowly. Uh, it's not a speed thing, apparently. Apparently, it's just a quantity, and you can go for as long as you can. Uh, yeah, and so when did, when did you first get into the deep dish eating uh, genre? Is it where a lot of people are into hot dogs? You seem to be into deep dish. It's a lot of cheese. He said it's a lot of cheese. That's because in Chicago they got deep dish. All right, everybody else are just eating crackers with sauce on top. This is deep dish. So that's good. So uh, tell me a little bit. Has it been hard to keep with the shooting of Silicon Valley while you're eating the deep dish all the time? Yeah, and I'm just trying to, you know, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're listening at home, most people watch, you'll know that uh, Jimmy's having problems digesting all of the deep dish. Because it is a deep motherfucking dish. Okay, so he's actually doing that. And a lot of people wonder why I don't have more guests, and you see kind of what happens sometimes uh, when I do have other guests. So that's good. Yeah, get some water in there, Jimmy. Uh, uh, yeah, are you okay? Are you feeling Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, uh, and and tell me about your uh, your childhood. What was it like growing up? Uh, where are you from originally? Yeah. So, um, hang on, I can't. It's... <laughs> How deep is that dish? It's 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 like so deep. It's, it's pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? It looks like you're. No, I think I ate too much. Yeah. Well, that's how, you know, when you eat deep dish for, uh, you know, a month and a half consecutively. Yeah. yeah that, that's more, that, that, that's not what the, uh, you know, the, the, the purpose of taste of Chicago is. You're supposed to just taste it. It's not uh, gorging of Chicago. Uh, so, are you okay, man? It looks like you're, and this is a darn good interview. Are you okay, man? Are you going to, do you need to... Take a okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I, is that? Did you just burp and set the alarm off? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Here he goes. You better. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He's he's about to explode. Okay. He's near, Jimmy O Yang. He's gonna. Jimmy O Yang is here. Wow. You know, these deep dish eaters are very committed. And whether they know they're on a podcast or not, they just can't stop. Uh, that was really enlightening. Thank you, Jimmy, for really uh, making the show special. Uh, I'll never forget that interview. 
but this is amazing. Uh, we have a second contestant here. Uh, and this guy actually, uh, one, he already he, he ate 37 deep dish pizzas uh, in one sitting. Uh, he was wearing a mask, so no one knows who he is. I don't know why anyone would wear a mask during a deep dish sitting, but he did. Uh, they call him uh, Triple D, uh, Dr. Deep Dish. Please welcome Triple D right here. D- Triple D. Triple D. Yeah, you sound a lot like Jimmy. They call you Doctor D Dish. They call Doctor D Dish. Triple D. Doctor D Dish. Doctor D Dish. It's a little redundant, but it's a. It kind of makes sense. And what do you got there? What is that for? good podcasting uh, uh, because when you listen to podcasts you want to hear the sounds all the sounds that are you okay uh, for those of you that aren't watching the podcast this is uh, uh, Dr. D he's drinking out of a scarf which can't be done drinking into a scarf into a scarf yeah there's no hole in the scarf there's no mouth hole now, tell, tell us a little about yourself, Dr. D. Wait a second. You look... You look familiar. I'm really... It's a perfect... It's a perfect tool. They call it the... I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Dr. D. Uh, it's, that's a perfect tool to have at the Annoyance Theater. Jimmy O. Yang. Wow. In this deep dish eating contest. And I'll tell you what, his dish just wasn't deep enough. You guys ever eaten a pizza that you, you don't know when it ends? I have. <laughs> it's like watching The Labyrinth with your wife, but much less entertaining. 
this is amazing. I, I mean, I always weird, like... weird rolling laugh. Weird, a lot of people. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I always like having you on the show. I'm kind of relieved it's you. You know, this whole experimentation and foray into other guests didn't really work out that well. Uh, so it's great I to see you. I think you had a great man. interview with Jimmy. That's, Jimmy, I mean, that's the funniest he's ever been. Just really <laughs> Yeah, I, we really are. We're the Laurel and Hardy of modern premium cable television. Yeah. That's pretty weird. Yeah. That is strange. How have you been? This has been amazing. Fantastic. To see you this here. is so exciting. Thank you for having such you, a small table and just. just <laughs> you've always sort of encouraged people to have knees as close together as they possibly can be. Yeah. And then yeah. here we go. You know, now almost, right Look at that. Right there. That's all it takes. It's this. It's no knee touching. Yeah. Here. Touching knees, that's it. It's almost a three-ply cash stacker, uh, you know, where you yeah, stack the three, yeah, I know, it, I know, on I, top I of each other, which well, I often do at movies with the popcorn waterfall. Uh, and so now we're, yeah, we're sort of checking you, if anyone's ever heard the podcast yeah. before. They haven't, obviously. There's a good portion of people here in the audience that are kind of like, oh, yeah, we were walking by, it's very hot. Yeah. We saw something was going on. We came in here. Someone we, walked in with 37 pizzas. We regret it. And, uh, and some guy had a wig on and a scarf mask. So, yeah. yeah there was a guy with a uh, bullhorn making a terrible sound, and we decided there was an emergency. <laughs> we wanted to get inside. Yeah. Um, I mean, it... it uh, it, it really is the three, ca- the three, the three cash stackers, you know, in a movie. Please don't do that again. And uh, you're, you're it's your show. Very, it's your show. That's you're gonna real. Have, you're going to have a very difficult tweetalized segment if you don't behave yourself. <laughs> but uh, but but the three plies where you go to a movie and, and you know three people you sit on top three of each tall, other. You go three in tall in each person's lap, right? Seat. And then the top uh, create they eat the popcorn and then it, it the popcorn falls that comes down. out of their mouth falls to falls the second to the person second. who and then the can eat that anything that they don't catch yeah. in their mouth will go down. So yeah, you don't want to be the bottom stack, the That's three right. ply stacker because yeah. you're getting sloppy thirds 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 as it were and you know uh, maybe maybe uh, and you know what that's deep dish popcorn here in Chicago it's deep dish it's different they got cheese inside of the popcorn yeah time to yeah to color your lip in for the rest of the show <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen a live show this is the kind of thing I deal with in the studio that's my yeah. mother-in-law goes what is with the Hitler mustache and I said you mean the Charlie Chaplin mustache? Well, and I'll tell you what, that's, that's where that conversation ended. <laughs> but isn't this great? We have the, the 12 and a half here. They didn't even know you were... 12 and a half! I don't know. I mean, I know. See, Cash gets very nervous when I touch the equipment. It's his show. He's afraid I'm going to not only unplug this... But erase the entire podcast and somehow offend all of you like some weird anti Semite dictator from the, the 1930s. Anyway. You might be able to put it over in that one I so mean, that it's higher. Look, what do you think? Look at what we got. And look at the 12 right and a half. There, yeah. are, there are nearly 12 and a half people here. <laughs> Give a round of applause for yourselves right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And, you know, we have a very special guest here. My wife is here because we we had to check out from the hotel. This is very exciting. (laughs) 
We, we have a, another special guest besides your wife, who's, who's one of our, and your wife's uh, mom is here, too. Your mother-in-law uh, So here? that's why we're going to keep it squeaky fucking clean. <laughs> squeaky motherfucking clean. Uh, we have She's somebody fine. that came here from, she came to the show last night. Now, last night we had a show at the Vic. Theater. Was anybody at the Vic Don't Theater show? Get nervous. And I was uh, I was heckled during the show. This was the heckle I received. Uh, that was it. Uh, someone just pulled the fire alarm to get me off stage. No, this was the heckle. That was pretty well placed. Yeah, it, was. I think. I gotta... it was good. If you hadn't done it for the last uh, twenty minutes, it really would have worked. Uh, <laughs> I liked it though. I... Now. But someone heckled me. Did you hear it? Someone yeah. Someone heckled with a... And that's it's not a, a weird, normal heckle. And yeah. it's also a weird heckle if you haven't watched the show. Yeah. So some of you have heard the show or watched it at home. I guess you would watch the sort of counter go through as you... But if you've listened to the podcast, uh, you know that, that one of Cash's many Cash phrases is... Yes. And uh, somebody yelled that in the middle of the show. That's another one. Yeah, each... Indiscernible from I, hi, hi. I, hi, hi. Not ideal. Not ideal. Not, not ideal. And, uh, and so he got a heckle in the middle of the show, which was, shy, shy. Imagine if you don't know that that's referring to the podcast that Cash hasn't mentioned up until this point. You just think that person, if they're not heckling, they're having a seizure. They're just. Just, it seems like an indiscernible yelling, but and then what's weirder is when Cash is like, mm-hmm, the shy shot. Everyone's like, was I not party to a secret code language that, that Americans had agreed upon post Eisenhower? What's happening here? So, 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 thank. It was a water. You really, I think you, you're having problems drinking water now. You're having you, problems buying a shirt that has I more know, than I two buttons. Say, I know. <laughs> that is a very small collar situation. I know you're a smaller guy, look like a toddler, took a growth serum, but you, you've got two options. One is an inch of neck or no neck at all. Okay. You know, I would really take offense if earlier I hadn't seen TJ. Do you, does anybody, did anybody know this? You'll be able to insult okay. me in just one okay. second. Okay. <laughs> And he should. He should be insulting. You're right. But this, you have a button. Yeah. This is, is this a non-functional sleeve button? Yeah. I, is that what's happening here? Yeah. How, I, what, what are those, what does that do? That doesn't do anything? It's just, it's, it's ornamental? This, this, this used to be a, a long-sleeved garment, from my understanding. And then they chopped it off and sold it to me and put a... a put a button on in case I, one day, years from now, you would come across the very sleeves that you didn't buy. <laughs> only to have them have the buttonholes necessary to create a long-sleeved shirt! What about it? What about that? What if that was real? This is coming I'd from like a guy. I'd like to yell a bit more. Sorry. This is coming from a guy with a Hawaiian uh, shirt on. This is a, a suit jacket this. and a polka dot bow tie. That's, that's right. I, I, I'm a, uh, primarily a children's entertainer. Uh, this is a gift from my mother-in-law. She got me this, which is a pineapple button-down short sleeve shirt. No buttons on the 
fucking sleeves. It, no need for them. It she has pineapples on it. Then she, she held up this and a very similar T-shirt. Again, great podcast material. Just all visual, lovely. Held up another one that goes, well, this isn't quite a palm tree, but I thought they were both stupid and funny. And I was like, great. Well, I guess you've really, you know, pinned me down. You've got my number. <laughs> so so she, came, she came to the show last night. And I saw her after the show. And she decided to stick around for the podcast. And is my understanding—is it correct that you slept in your car? I slept in the back of my station wagon, yes. Also something that you always want someone to bring up on a podcast. <laughs> Why not just be like, and you spent the night to, to come to the show today. Nope. So you because I'm slept in your car. Now tell us a little about that car. I'm what was not. that? It, it is a beat-up station wagon my sister-in-law crashed. It is a beat-up station wagon. <laughs> That my sister-in-law... This is getting really sad. I mean, that is... a beat. What is a beat-up station wagon? That just means somebody took a baseball bat to it for a couple hours, or what? She, she slid on some black ice and, and hit a pole, a big uh, light pole. And, wow, no need and to be racist. Yeah, over. it's too strange. <laughs> so you spent the night... Where going. were you parked? Where were you parked? Uh, in front of a wicker park. Okay, so at least you can hear the birds and everything. I get uh, towed or while I'm sleeping in there or uh, ticketed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you why. Because, and we do this every podcast, and you guys know this, but because you won't be getting towed. You will not be getting bothered because we bought you a house in Wicker Park! someone a house in Wicker Park. <laughs> Often, it is not great. I mean, they live in Indiana or something. It's a long commute. But we bought you a one-bedroom house in Wicker Park uh, off of Milwaukee Street. We're oh going to show you... Thank, you. thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, with that type of condescending uh, <laughs> response, I- I'll go ahead and say, for the two of us, uh, we are now rescinding yep. the offer to give you a house in Wicker Park. Thank you for coming. And, and Thank you for coming. Did anyone come from farther than that? Did anyone come from farther than a station wagon in Wicker Park? <laughs> anyone, Anybody come from Bucktown? Did anyone sleep in a worse place than a beaten up station Maybe wagon you know in what? Wicker Park? Did anyone, who here slept? Who slept a, last night? Anybody? Anybody sleep in a beat up station wagon? It's a deep dish station wagon. <laughs> A lot of cheese inside. Did anybody come from farther than Wicker Park? Anybody? How about you, sir? No. No. You're not going to tell us. You're not going to tell us where you live. You're afraid we'll go there. But it was nice. He answered you because you were pointing the gentleman behind him, and he. And that's okay. But at the at the moment when you're like, did you come from further away? You were just. I've never seen it before. But at a show, you were just going to. <laughs> Just fascinated by the, the piping and the lights. And I can't believe they got a ceiling. Yeah. 
It became where very did, Where did they find a ceiling that would fit this whole thing? Hey, you know what I'd like to do since you're on the show? This really excites me to have you here. Can we do a, a segment we like to call the uh, Triple Banger Lightning Round? Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question one. Not quite. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Yeah, not, we're not quite there yet, but uh, we'll get there soon. That guy really wants to go home. He's like, can we do the maskers thing and get the hell out of here? Enough deep I mean, I mean, dish he, jokes. He's, he's over there going. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Cash. <laughs> True Lightning Lightning Round. Question, Question one. one. Question one. Uh, Portillo's not just for breakfast anymore. <laughs> Portillo's is famous for Italian beef and uh, and and you know Chicago hot dogs, which we all love because it's a salad where suddenly you realize there's a hot dog in it. Yeah. That's what a Chicago hot dog is. You're like, what a healthy day. And they're like, what the good goddamn? Is this a meat tube? What's happening? They got the deep dish dogs there, don't they? they I don't even think deep por- dish. I don't think Portilla serves deep dish, no? but you seem to have found a really strong riff with the deep dish pizza. And so everywhere is like saying be part it. Of I'm it. sorry, I just like saying it. Yeah, they call they have a genre of house music here called deep dish. Do you guys know that? Or no? Yeah, that's how successful it's been. Thank you so much. Round of applause for annoyance. You know yeah. The most uh, important comedy theater in the United States, in my opinion. Uh, Portillo's, no, I, I've, I, you can also order beer at Portillo's, and I've been at Portillo's at around 10, 10 30 a.m. And uh, yeah, it's, it is not just for breakfast. No, it's not because a breakfast. I drank so much at 10 30 a.m. that I passed out and woke up and had dinner there. That's true. <laughs> It's, I was talking about it before I, I, you came on, Triple D. I, uh, I, I, the they taste call me the get, doctor. Yeah, there, there are places you can't... Okay. There are places you can't control yourself in terms of food. Taste of Chicago, you can't control yourself. And there's so many different ethnic groups represented that it's just a, it's a gastrointestinal disaster. But in Chicago, it's, what's weird is Chicago is not known for being very diverse in the sense that, like, the taste of Chicago is like... Here's what white people eat. Here's what other white people eat. And here's what the black people that decided to be drunk enough to make their way to the north side eat. It's no one is going to the taste of Chicago except for tourists and shitty white suburban Chicago. That's true. Okay. And now here they are clapping for themselves. And that brings me to triple banger number two. Uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round, round question number two. two. Now, I, not quite, but I feel like I, once this quite, thing's yeah. over, you're gonna get it. I feel like <laughs> once everybody's gone and been like the tech was pretty rough tonight, you'll be like, okay, I, yeah, no, I got it, I got it. <laughs> uh, Concerts in the park. More like rich people eating an entire cheese loaf in the park. 
Let's back up. Uh, we've got a couple questions there. The only what is reason, a cheese loaf? A, a, whole, a giant uh, block of cheese. It's the only reason don't people go to concerts. Don't gloss over that. No. It's the only it's reason. It's not okay for you to be like... Rich people eating a giant cheese loaf? What's a cheese loaf? It's a large cheese loaf. It's a large... What are these people doing? It's a loaf of cheese. It's like a loaf of no bread, except it's cheese. No one's had... Are you saying that doesn't exist? I'm going to ask Because it does now. Now that you've said it, there's no cheese loaf. The cheese loafs don't exist? Audience? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> well, look at what we've got here. What, where do you buy a cheese loaf? Whole Foods. That was a long pause <laughs> before asserting that the health, the largest chain of health food stores in the United States is where you would purchase a cheese loaf. That's, that's the route you went, and that's going to be a no-go right there. <laughs> Con- concerts in the park... The whole reason for concerts in the park is for people to eat cheese. It's weird. I don't feel like they even hear the concert. I was just in in Sun Valley, Idaho, and they they do these symphonies in the park. And now they do these symphonies in the park. This just smells like more and more bullshit. They do symphonies in the park, and no one's listening. Everyone is eating blocks of cheese, loaves of cheese from Whole Food. Not Whole Foods, not plural. Whole Whole Food. From Cheese Loaf R Us. Cash, People are just sitting there, Cheese Loaf in their face. No one's even listening no. to the symphony. No one can hear the lyrics, nothing. I don't believe that you went to a symphony yeah, three in times. Idaho. Yeah, three times. And you were in a park yeah. where they were putting on a concert, and you looked around, and you're like, everybody's eating big loaves of cheese. That's exactly I what that's happened. That's real. I do not that believe That is exactly what happened. You gotta come now. That's that's why any concerts in the park seem like an excuse for people to sit and eat. That's really what it's about. And they have cheese. these little, mainly cheese. Loaf. I think without concerts in Loaf. the park, there would be no cheese. I wonder why. why Except is always, for deep dish. Why is there? Why is it always cut? You love deep dish. I'm why gonna burn always, the deep dish joke out, and then they're gonna be sick of it. Then it's gonna come back again. Make our way back to it. I, why is it always concerts in the park, right? Why is yeah. it never concerts in the, you know, in the courtyard? Mm-hmm. Concerts in your living room, right? You know what I mean? Cheese loaves in your Cheese whole food. Cheese loaf in your whole food. Eating just your whole yeah. food. Yeah. And why is it? Why is it always uh, Shakespeare in the park? Why isn't there, you know, Tarantino in the park? Yeah. That actually, someone right there was like, "That's a great idea." <laughs> Yeah, Scorsese in the park, you know, where you're not sure if the person that just got stabbed, if it's real or not. Do it. That would make me eat more cheese loaf. What is that reference? What is that? Well, people are stabbed sometimes in Scorsese Scorsese movies. What the fuck? Usually kicked to death. What the? What the? Can we, can we also just enjoy that that is cash at every charades game? Where are like, it's a Scorsese film. He's like, what the? No, I just, no, I just like it. Every Scorsese movie, somebody ends up just kicking someone to death. So it's like, what the fuck? So I, I think we've arrived at the answer. Huh? Concerts in the park? Yeah, that's cheese love shit. Cheese love. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, uh, I did see a lot of symphonies, and uh, 
in the park in Idaho. Sure, yeah, definitely. Um, and I met one of the... I actually played cards uh, with one of... I played poker with one of the guys in this the symphony. This all seems real. Keep going, yeah. And I was asking him about symphony groupies and what they're like. Because every art form has groupies. A symphony groupie. Symphony Just, groupies. They're in a tuxedo with tails, kind of waiting outside, being like, I'll suck that day. I'll suck that cello day. <laughs> and he said that symphony groupies are a little bit older. Believable. Uh, First believable thing you've said. And they tend to sway towards the horn section in terms of what they're into. Yeah, is, that, is that true? He did say that. Is that real? And then I go, well, who's the most promiscuous of the different musicians? And he said is. that the flutists are whores. <laughs> That's what he told me. I'm just letting you know. So we got a bunch of flautists just... (laughs) My mother-in-law's here. Yeah, you got to understand, I love the brass section. Yeah. You have ladies come to the afterwards, and then all the woodwinds are like, why did I choose this? (laughs) Those guys are like rock stars. What do you think are the weirdest groupies of any art form? Do you think comedians have weird groupies? Yeah, we... Uh, uh, Kate said that... Uh, what was it? Somebody went by the bus yesterday and someone was like, would you suck that person's dick to get on the bus? Is that what they said? And that that is... Now, just hold on, because she was like, that's pretty disturbing. I was like, no, it's not. Anyone that would, would suck a comedian's dick to get on their tour bus, which, guys, by the way, is just a bus with dirty clothing all over it. That's not a super interesting person to engage in fellatio with. But I don't know. I mean, you know, some comedian uh, groupies... Are there comedian groupies? Not Not really. Not really. I was surprised symphony groupies... We're not like horn section groupies. But what's, what's worse than a symphony... Groupie, because that's that's a woman in her like early, you know, she's getting into it yeah. with the brass section, you know. Is there another? I guess maybe. I well, don't know. Japanese animation groupies. Well, magicians. Uh, Magician have groupies. groupies. They just walk and they go. I'll make that dick disappear, sister. <laughs> that was a great joke, not a funny one. People gave me the exact right sort of response. It wasn't a laugh, but it was a sound that was like, that's clever. So you all went, ah, ah. <laughs> Triple banger lightning round. Question, question three. three. Question three. Question number three. It is getting too perfect. No one listening is going to believe that this wasn't planned. But let me tell you, it was not. So if we do another triple banger, that will be the auxiliary round. But yeah. so far, we've had three auxiliary uh, rounds. rounds. Uh, triple banger, uh, lightning round, question three. Oh, Triple banger, auxiliary. Auxiliary, uh, question uh, three. The auxiliary question three. Because we, you know, to the sound guy here, and we love you, I just gave him this stuff right before I went up here, and he's doing a great job. I think a great job. Round of applause. But you know what? 
he has a he has no idea because he's never heard the show before that I am very meticulous about the way I run the show. I mean. Uh, we do everything in the exact same order. Uh, everything's timed out. Uh, if you read the transcripts of all the shows... Uh, Let's get a the, quick yeah. fuck you to the people in the tech booth on three. One, two, three. <laughs> fuck you. Now let's get an even more resounding fuck you to the two of us for even calling out the tech guy at all. One, two, three. Fuck you. Okay. That was more resounding. Yeah. That's true. That really was. Triple player lightning round question three. three. Question three. three. Uh, uh, limos. Limousines, time for a wheel in the middle? I mean, I, it's, it's really, it's really nerve-wracking. It's getting ridiculous. You've got 20 people. There's, how can there still just be four wheels? It's not even just about the people in the... How many times have you seen a limo, a stretch limo? Yeah. You drive by you, and you're just... Are you crying, laughing, you sweet darling? I, earlier you were like this, and I was like, God, is it hot? What's happening? No, you're just having a good time. I like that. Yeah, she is. But you know, that's, number, a, that's a deep dish time, cry right the there. Number- <laughs> that's a deep dish cry. The cheese coming out of her face. Nope. <laughs> you actually ran the battery out. Uh, the number of times that I've seen a stretch limo go by... Why doesn't it sag in the middle? It's uh, really... Well, the, the times that we've all had to look at a stretch limo and be like, how can there not be a wheel in the middle of it compared to the times that we've seen a limo go by and not think about that? They need to add another wheel, I think. Yeah, or two even. I mean, a truck has... You want to add two wheels? Yeah, one on each side. Why not put one right in the middle? Then you got six wheels... That's a. Tr- that's just a. You think it's a, a waste of a wheel? Well, that's a. That's a truck. That's well, that's a, the thing. Trucks have eighteen. Isn't that overkill at this point? Once we see limos, <laughs> you know. Just a man standing outside. A limo goes by, and then an eighteen-wheeler goes yeah. by, and as they go by, the limo goes by. He's like, not enough wheels. <laughs> It's never going to work. That's a little bit of overkill. (laughs) (laughs) Triple banger auxiliary round. Triple banger auxiliary round. Auxiliary round, triple banger, lightning round style auxiliary time. Uh, Hot air ballooning. Hot air balloons. Hot air, hot air balloons. More like floating saloons. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to right now call you out on the fact floating that... Floating saloons. I think this is less of a question and more of an opportunity for you to have rhymed. You want to explain? Well, Why was, is it a floating okay. saloon? I, I, the other option I had for this question was uh, Cubs fans or drunk fans? It, and you're right. This was a closer rhyme. You're right about that. Yeah, you're right. No, I just... Do you, uh, mean, do you mean that just... In, if you're in a hot air balloon, you're drinking? Everyone's drinking. It's Are just they? an excuse I've to drink. I've never seen... Really? Every, there was just a DUI in a hot air balloon. I'm serious. That was in the news. It was a DUI, which is a strange thing to get. It's just, that's a strange thing to get. There was a DUI? There was a DUI in a balloon, which is a strange thing. That's one of the stranger things people have gotten DUIs in. I was thinking about the stranger things. You've got uh, yeah. Zamboni. Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah? Was there 
Was there really a, a DUI in a hot air balloon? It was actually worse than that. I think someone got drunk and they, 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 the balloon crashed. I'm being serious. So I was trying to not make us think about that, but now you've taken us to a very dark place. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's move on. People okay. died from drinking in a hot I air balloon? I think so. Is that what happened? That is the weirdest, How long ago story was it? to tell immediate family. How long ago isn't how it? Long, how long ago was it? Yeah. Okay, how awful is that yeah. to be like, yeah, they uh, they died. What happened? It was a, they were drunk and they were operating a vehicle and Jesus God, that is horrible. What? It was a car crash. No, they they were in a, a hot air balloon. <laughs> how do you not laugh a little at that? Even if it's your like sibling, you're like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I just. <laughs> I, I got choked up from the sadness, but they were in a balloon. They died drunk in a balloon. What is a better death than that? No, I think it's really important to die the right way. You don't want to die in an embarrassing way where it just becomes a story for everybody. I'm really obsessed with not having that happen. That's why I've never got drunk like on a four-man bobsled or something. Because you don't want to die where people are like, what was he doing? He was... He was Sorry, bobsledding. He didn't know how. Can we back it up? A yeah. four-man bobsled? Four-man, yeah. Because it's okay to die on a two-person bobsled. On a luge? People are like, you know, the luge, pretty, it, luges is fun. I could get that. You know, he was luging. He died luging drunk. Okay, I get it. Four-man bobsled, people are like, why was he out there in a full four-man bobsled? He's five foot six. He's one person. Why did he think he can handle a four-man bobsled? Who is, who, who is getting on a balloon being like, you know what? We shouldn't drink because we could crash into what? The other balloons? I mean, that must have been such a weird moment when the balloon... Like, what did happen? Do we know? Yeah. I don't know the details. Because I could just see the balloon starts to deflate. Everyone's drunk, and they're like, what do we do? What's going to happen? There's no way we'll get hit by a plane. <laughs> Newsflash. It's terrible. I wish that balloons would be a good place to pick someone up on a date. I think that's so romantic. You know? Like, I'll come pick you up. Let me just check the wind patterns. Cash be there in three days. Not, be there in three days. Not everybody knows this. Cash will always test... The weather. The wind, with my thumb. With his thumb. That's right. A lot of people do this. Not cash. He likes to make it creepy and go. Oh, you know what? Imagine looking at someone and be like, yeah, I'll pick you up later in my balloon. <laughs> Just shoving a wet thumb into the asshole of the air. Has anyone ever said that to you guys? Into the asshole of the air? You ever heard that? That's what you paid for! <laughs> you know, triple banger auxiliary round! You know the triple bangers? Like, you know what? I have a... I have a... <laughs> How about... Um, when it is unnecessary, he is Johnny on the spot. I'll tell you what. We have really lost control of the show. I wanted to do a, a practical living in the modern age. What yes. do you think? Can you find it? He's obsessed. Triple yes, banger auxiliary it's out, it's, out of, it's out of order, but it's, it's in there. I, you know, it's romantic to pick someone up in a balloon. Now, I said something to my wife the other day. I think you, you people should use. It's great. Uh, uh, if you if you need yeah, to use lines on your wife or your spouse, yeah. it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's a practical living. Practical living in the modern age. 
told my wife, and just, this is a great line. What do you think about this? I said to her, uh, you'd be the first thing I'd grab in a fire. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Look at all those women going, ah, oh, for essentially a molestation joke. I didn't if say there's it. a fire, I'm, ah! No. I, I didn't say you'd be the first person I'd grope in a fire. <laughs> Which would really change the whole... You said the first person... You said the first person... The first thing you would do is grab her in a fire, yeah? Yeah. Grab doesn't sound like... There's there's another version of this, which is... uh, If there was a fire, the first thing I'd I'd bring with me is you. Right? Yeah, that's an O. That that deserves an uh. Not... If there was a fire, the first thing I would grab is you. <laughs> I'd just grab those fucking tits and run. Be like, good luck, hope you don't burn it! <laughs> uh, well, she found it very romantic. I... I've had a very great resurgence in my marriage. I, my I think that's great. great. I, I told Kate I recently. Went on a, I, okay, you told her you'd, you'd, you'd grab her tits in a fire? Is that what no. you did? No. You? I said if there was one thing I would slap out of the house. <laughs> I said if there was a fire and I had to rub, rub my dick on one thing. Bayer auxiliary round. I love it. Sweetheart, I just want to tell you, if there was a fire, if everything was ablaze, I'd leave behind all personal artifacts, but if there was one thing I I was going to rub my penis all over before I ran out of here, it, it, would, it would be... I, just marriage is making a lot of sense to me right now. I mean, just explain it to you. Because uh, you've been married for almost a year now. Congratulations. I'm excited about your Congratulations, you two. Uh, you know, in comedian years, that's like 13 years. So you're doing well. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. The older we get, the harder it is to, to make new friends. And uh, the older you get, the harder it is to, to find someone that wants to uh, make love to you. So what you do is, it makes sense, you, uh, you, you, it's, it's bundling. That's what it's doing. Uh, you're bundling. It's almost like, you know, the, 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 the cable package uh, is the friendship, you know. Uh, the high-speed Internet is the sex. Why is it high-speed? Because you want the high-speed Internet, and the sex doesn't last that long for me. <laughs> And then the, you know, the monogamy, uh, you know, that's the, that's the landline, you know. Uh, you, you're not sure you want it, but it's probably for the best. In an emergency, you know, you, you might need to call the, the paramedics or something. So, but it makes, it makes some sense. Are you enjoying, I know you're enjoying your marriage. You picked a great uh, woman. I, I've, I, I got to know her a little bit I, more last night. And every and time I, don't I see her. see it as a landline. Every I time see, I see her. I see the monogamy not as a landline, but as a panic room. <laughs> as you're inside of. And, you know, yeah. That's is it. the panic room part of most bundling packages? Uh, is AT&T selling In that? In Los or? Angeles, yeah. Verizon has a special on that. Exactly. <laughs> It's hard Triple though. banger auxiliary round. Uh, but you guys just... That's a no-go. All right, that's fine. Now, that guy left weeks ago. Yeah. He just 
Press. He handed it over to somebody. He goes, Luke, press whatever button. I got to get the fuck out of here. I just, We're doing. Uh, uh, I'm annoyed by the annoyance theater. Things are bad. <laughs> we actually transferred over to the Where Were You section of the show. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about. Yeah. We're in Chicago. Where were you? Now, you're, you, you lived in Chicago for quite a while, and I, I yeah, met you. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I just wanted to ask you about the Navy Pier because I went over there yesterday and Jesus is there currently Christ. a Navy uh, I, you want to talk this, to me about the Navy Pier I don't I'll feel talk to safe you. about the Navy if they're on that pier because it's mainly like a, I'm afraid if we were attacked like let's say the forces of uh, evil all from, we have is a Ferris wheel and ten non-functioning and, claw and, carnival games right. that's and, it uh, I mean, I'm afraid they're going to be busy at the Build-A-Bear workshop, uh, you know, as people Navy come up. Pier, is there a so Navy there that's uh, protecting there, there their uh, dish lake there? All of the Navy that was at the pier has since died from overindulgence and funnel cake. <laughs> and my thing is, I, I started doing comedy in Chicago. I actually learned... Uh, I'm an improviser. I came up in annoyance. So the very place that we are now is the organization that taught me how to improvise. So again, a round of applause for that. I I came up in the Chicago scene and my first closer, my first joke was about the Navy Pier. Really? And now they had four-person bicycles. And whenever I would go there, I would see families in these four-person bicycles, and they were bicycles. Yeah, we we're, the, we're a family. We're having fun. Look at us on the Navy Pier, you know. And the joke was like, they all seem so happy, but what happens when that family gets to a hill? <laughs> does it go like that, or is it more like <sighs> Jonathan Pedal? God damn it! <laughs> Mother's peddling Sarah. Tell Jonathan he's a fucking mistake from a previous marriage. <laughs> Pedal, goddammit! Uh, so yeah, again, as n- now I'm, I'm I'm not really a comedian. I'm just a person who yells a lot. <laughs> but it is weird, you know. We, I went there. They got a Ferris wheel. They got uh, a Build-A-Bear workshop. They just—it's not quite clear what Navy has to do with the pier. And that's it. That's it. Well, I wish there was more, uh, you know, do, you know, wars and fun places, you know. Uh, I, you know, no, I'm serious. I, I was just... Everybody I, would love a know, war at Paris Disney. If we're going to have a war, I don't understand... Look, let's just be real about this. Someone offered me a trip to Iraq to go perform for the troops, and I've been before. Let's this be time, real about this time I couldn't do it. But I just said to him, and I said, "It's too bad I can't go because I do. I perform for the troops, in Afghanistan, these places." But I say, if we could just have some wars in more uh, vibrant places, uh, you know, that would be great because. If you're gonna have a war, why can't it be? I mean, those guys in World War II, they knew what they were doing. I mean, they had wars in more beautiful places, right? What are we doing having these wars in ugly cities? That's all I'm saying. Talk about insult to injury. So imagine the Iraqis who didn't engage in the war, and they're like, and also the Americans think we're not a fun place to kill us. The bottom line is we're going to cut this part out of the show. (laughs) 
That's what's happened. Yes, no, we don't make cuts. Uh, uh, It's a good concept that needs to be uh, flushed out. Uh, Let me just tell you my uh, joke, uh, my first joke, just to get the air back in the room. Isn't it flushed out or is it flushed out? Uh, It's it's, it's flushing out. Yeah, that's what I learned at Whole Food. (laughs) My first joke was, uh, I don't know if you remember this, my first joke was, a starship ride has been... uh, Promised to you by the Galactic Wizard. That was your first joke? I said, I got a fortune cookie. It said, a starship ride has been promised to you by the Galactic Wizard. Is that true? And I was thinking, fortune cookies are starting to lose their credibility a little bit. I mean, what are the odds that the Galactic Wizard would let me ride in his starship? I feel Again. Like, I feel like that's... Uh, that's... No, that's the punchline. Again. <laughs> That's just it's my first joke. A, chi- a Chinese fellow who's tried to jump out of the window of his factory several times, but they have nets to prevent his suicide. And that was his moment where he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to write a starship ride. Now, I actually got to- that fortune cookie on the way to my first comedy show, and that's what it said. I still have it. Really? I, I swear to God. Yeah. The cheese love thing, I was lying about that whole thing. But I don't, I don't know if cheese loves well, exist. But the, had, star, the, the galactic had, wizard, that's the you truth. You had one girl who, when you said, I, I got that, she's like, yeah! And then when you told everybody that cheese loves were They real, were disappointed. It was a palpable disappointment. I, no, I, no, I still believe in cheese loves. Don't get me wrong. I believe in cheese loves. I believe that, that person back is right. I just, I haven't studied it. I didn't know I'd be questioned on, I mean, I, I didn't know I'd be put through the ringer like this on the cheese love questions. I believe there are cheese loves. This is your show. I believe the cheese loves our future. <laughs> Time now for a section we like to call Tweedle-Eyes. 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 You know, a lot of people have uh, different names for this uh, section. You guys are so great. Thank you Yeah, thank you for coming out, really. This is so fun. Yeah. And the fact... The fact that we can do it here at the Annoyance Theater, again, my favorite place in Chicago for comedy, the fact that all you guys came in the afternoon at 420, and the fact that you slept in what Cash had revealed to be a beat-up station wagon that your sister gave you. I love that. Give her a round of applause. Um, I'm so happy. Thank you, yeah. guys. Thank and, you. And we really Thank appreciate you coming. And, you know, we only announced this 48 hours ago, and to have all these people here, 12 and a half of you, it's... it's about, a there's, lot. there's almost 13 the, the, people The Tweedle-Eyes... <laughs> there's a few different... Uh, uh, there's almost 13. The, the Tweedle-Eyes uh, name, it's a working title. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different other things people refer it to. Uh, some of them uh, call it... Uh, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to miss a tweet because I miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a retweet. Because no even when I tweet at you... Can I have another drink? Retweeted tweets will never do because I tweet please. you, babe. Can somebody <laughs> other people like yeah yeah please encourage this this is a great other people like to call it 
Actually asked me once on the street, they go, don't, don't. What is that? Baby, don't tweet me. Oh, it's safe. Don't tweet me no, no more. What is that? Baby, don't tweet me. Look, she's leaving right now. <laughs> and she wasn't even like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She's like, Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll be back in your dreams. I hear the secrets that you tweet. <laughs> When you're tweeting in your sleep. Tweet dreams are made of this. Who am I? Tweet with me. Like tweeters do. Tweet with you. I hate it because I like it. I hate it. Tweetalize. So, uh, yeah. So, is there so, a is there a song for this? Because we've had a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Tweetalize. Yeah. Oh. Until they think of a better name for it, this is Tweetalize. And have have you uh, have you had occasion to think of other names for it? Things that we might call it besides. No more I tweet you. <laughs> Language is leaving me. Just, just not real. Do you understand? When you close your eyes, do you tweet about me? When you close your eyes, do you tweet about me? My, my favorite thing for me is like imagining him before a show or a couple days before a show in the mirror, like testing stuff out. No, I don't, I don't know about that one. I, just tweet it, tweet it. <laughs> so so you, I, have, I have a couple of your tweets here. You wrote... I ever, got a couple okay, of yours. Okay, ever sleep tweet? Dangerous. I keep talking about spider sacks in my eyes and crying baby spiders and then have to erase it in the morning. <laughs> yep. Do you sleep tweet? Do you really sleep tweet? I guess I did. I don't remember tweeting that. Uh, <laughs> tweet. Set them free. Uh, you wrote, I, this is my favorite. You wrote, every time somebody says, get a room, say, we have one. We just like to fuck outdoors. Uh, thank you, Cash, for that selection on this, the live podcast taping where my mother in law is present. We did, we yelled that. We, we have a room! Like the fuck outdoors. <laughs> Cash Levy, 23 hours ago, I'm doing. Now, I'm has a quotation mark between the I and the M. So it's almost like you're quoting the M, but not the I. I'm doing a Transformers prequel. It's called Futon. 
That's both disrespectful to me and funnier than anything I've tweeted in the last year. So I like that. Uh, Cash, you put a, you put a two days ago. I just put my pants on. I'm ready to get back to work. Hashtag Halcyon Days of Summer. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I took a month off and uh, didn't put any pants on for a month. And it was very, you know, I, was, I, I went into the wilderness. I was living off uh, the land to nuts and berries. Seriously, I went up in Idaho. I don't know if you heard about the symphony, but uh, they don't share cheese, you know, cheese, cheese loaves with everyone since they don't exist. But uh, I was living off the land and really it was, it was an amazing experience. I, I, it was part of my Seize the Summer campaign. Uh, did a lot of rope swinging. And as we all know, you do never you guys, feel wait, bad. Now, you, you never know, regret the ropes. Do, do you know the theory that Cash has about... Because Cash is, uh, in my opinion, the greatest philosopher that I've known. He has a theory about rope swings. Do you guys know that theory? Go ahead, Cash, tell him. Just that no one has ever... You never regret the day you went rope swimming. Swinging. You know, you never... Or rope swimming. I love swimming with a rope. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I'm never really... regret that day. You never, you never look back on your life and regret any. You, you the things you, you, the things you do. Uh, it's better to regret the things you do than the things you, you didn't do. And the rope swing is the is the is the pinnacle. And the two of that. things that you never regret are having children. Right. And, ch- and jumping off and jumping off a rope swing. That's it. Uh, right. In, That's in, his theory. Yeah. That's it. In no particular order. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you can have kids while jumping. Off a rope swing, that's, that's one hell of an afternoon. Yeah, the kids are fun. The most fun thing about having kids is, is convincing them their mom. Uh, I've, I've convinced my kids that my, my wife has a gambling problem. Is and, that true? Uh, yeah, it's such a is funny gag. Yeah, and they'll be like, Dada. We were going through Vegas, and they're like, we can't let mommy out of the car. His Every kids, time I go my to sleep. They're like four and six. How old are your yeah, kids? Yeah, they're, they're uh, three and six now. And I was, and, and the little one, the three-year-old. Uh, Man, the better one. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, the better one. TJ is the three-year-old's godfather, so he's often like says things like, yeah, the other one was bullshit, but the Not three-year-old's bullshit, awesome. just trash. Just. Yeah, there's no chance for that guy. But... This, but the uh, so I just tell them I'm like you know that she has again you know but when when I'm going to be gone when I leave town every time every time I leave town I say keep an eye on your mom she likes to go out and play the horses she might be at card games she might be at slot machines but she's got a just, real gambling imagine, imagine a six year old knowing the meaning but of they playing know. the horses he's at daycare like hey my mommy sometimes plays the horses. For but too they're, long. But what? they're totally in on the gag, and they keep joking with me about it. They're like, Dada, they'll call me. And when I'm on the road, they're like, Dada, Mama's playing the horses again. <laughs> so they're totally in on it. It's great. But uh, you never regret uh, having kids. Now, when people do regret, uh, you know, uh, their marriage, only 50% of marriages survive. No one regrets having children, you know? Where to bring it uh, up. So... <laughs> half, half of you will regret marriage. But none of you will regret the children and the results of it. Because you will, even, I don't care how bad your kid is, you will find a silver lining uh, if you have a kid. I'm sure there's a, a serial killer's parent out there somewhere uh, that says to himself, you know, Bob killed a few people, but, uh, you know, he makes a great banana nut bread. Scarier than the fact that that is his perspective is two people in that area, as he was like, you know, a serial killer. I saw two people over here go. 
No, you will love your kids unconditionally regardless. That's what I'm saying. On 7, on the 22nd yeah, okay. of July, you wrote, you tweeted. Yeah. We're going to tweetalize this, yeah. okay? I'm only communicating through hyperbole today because it's the best thing in the goddamn entire universe. <laughs> We're going to do one called Tiny Opinions now. Tinius. Then we'll do maskers. <laughs> okay. You got it. Tiny Opinions. Yeah! Uh, I just was reading uh, Clifford to my son. And, uh, you know. Which the, one? The, the, the good one or the shitty yeah, one? Yeah. <laughs> Clifford the big red dog. And in the back of the book. No, which son? Oh. But, Uh, the author, I read on the back of the book, and this is just my point about how everybody, no matter what kind of I success... Mean, that, that older son of yours is a fucking dump truck, man. I, I'd kill him if there weren't repercussions. Seriously. I'm sorry. Someone in back. What? Deshai-shai. Uh... This is a final tiny opinion before we go to, to maskers here. Uh, my, I was reading Clifford and my I mean, son. And this, to me, I, I this... To... It's not a negative thing. It's just your son, Wynn, is superior in all ways to your your. your it's not son. like my eldest son is, is Nancy Grace or something like that. <laughs> You're, yeah, get him out of here. Let's, you only take something about Nancy Grace one time. All right, and again, my mother-in-law's in the audience. I want to apologize. One time, I took a shit and then I puked in the toilet, and I looked down. I thought it was Nancy Grace, but then I was like, "No, you're too beautiful for that." You fucking cunt. You stupid, miserable, fear-mongering whore. So back to Clifford. I mean, she uh, looks like you put your own shit in a dishwasher, and when it came out, you fucked the dishwasher with a robot dick. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so about I mean, uh, that bulldog face piece of shit. <laughs> Have you ever stared in the mirror and thought this is the most horrifying nightmare I could imagine imagining have imagining having and then it's just Nancy Grace <laughs> on television I mean where the fuck did she get that haircut she put her she put her did she put her head in a bulldog's mouth and made it puke <laughs> If she killed herself in public, people would be like, get a room. I really, uh, I really can't... I can't really follow that diatribe with a Clifford joke. Uh, so we're going to finish up with maskers. We're going to maskers now. I'm going to do it. I just turned to I go, I got two carbon fiber jokes about Nancy Grace's face, and Cash goes, no. (laughs) 
Because if I was him and I said I have two carbon fiber jokes, two of them. Yeah. About, what what do I mean? And he's such a good friend. He's like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Sorry. Go ahead. Now that's okay. I, now I see some people here have some masks in back. Um, that is the scariest thing of all. If everybody could take a second and look over, that is so scary. And by, and, by, and, and by the way, the lack of movement is the scariest part. Is that lights off, we look over, bunny mask, rabbit mask, no movement. Very scary. I mean, the only thing scarier than that would be seeing Nancy Grace's wide open vagina with, without a plastic explosive in it about to kill her. And again, your wife's, your wife's parents, fire, yeah, your, your wife's fire, mom is still here. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, 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 we're gonna well. we'll address that in a second. But you know, uh, I want to, in fact, finish the show maybe by talking to those two. Uh, um, this is maskers. Did we do that Jesus. part? Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> and they're not even giggling. They're just like. <laughs> um, Everybody knows. What if, what if they're not here for the show? What if all of us are kind of like, this is fun, that's fun, they seem to be fans. They're not. They're going to kill all of us. It's fucking bad news. It's like a huge problem. And all of us like, ah, just laughing our way to the grave. As these two psychopaths come in here, kill all of us, leave, and on the exit, as they go out, some cops, some Chicago cops are kind of like, you know, just like watching two guys in masks walk up, just blood all over themselves. They leave and two Chicago cops are like, the annoyance theater. <laughs> what will they think of next? Uh, here's how. Scott <clears throat> Murderers. And here's how uh, uh, here's how Scorsese would do it. What the fuck? <laughs> so, so we they are currently lifting up guns. No one cares. <laughs> So um, this, you know, people like to know that, you know, before I make love, and this is, you could use this, any of you, uh, I like to get my wife in the mood. I just always, before I disrobe, I just yell out, uh, release the Kraken! <laughs> so someone sent me this. I know that with Kate also, but it's referring to the rum. <laughs> you know what? Kill them all. Fucking <laughs> kill all of them. They didn't go for a rum pun. You fuck yourself. So, so Jesus Cameron Christ. Uh, at at, at uh, Cameron Hurd. You don't triple banger auxiliary around. Come on, this is just at. Oh, that's too good. See, now he's too good. Now you're the funniest part of it. You know what? Fuck you, buddy, all right? <laughs> the show really spiraled out of control. Uh, 
two days ago. Uh, Cameron Hurd writes, how different would Clash of the Titans be if the catchphrase was, full body release of the Kraken? Full body release? So I ruined that masker by riffing about Kraken earlier. That is so complicated how we got to the point where you didn't have fun with that masker. All right, I'm going to go to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. How about this one? Dr. Leviathan, who we like on the show, he writes, Is kazoon tight an appropriate response to someone who sneezes while playing a kazoo? These are are our listeners. Real quick, one, angry cry of the angry pie. Who that's... She chose that as her handle. Her real... The, the username is at midgy, midget pidgey boy 578 <laughs> a lot going on there right? <laughs> I can't see this person having a great relationship with their family <laughs> they wrote plastic surgery the human version of Mr. Potato Head <laughs> no because I haven't seen many people I'm like did you get work done because they have a blue nose <laughs> And two larger. I like this one. John Turney writes, Rhombus, a square with too much to drink. I like that. Trax Arte, I like that. Trax Arte writes, Il est à une fois de homme qui voulant être de poupées. Hashtag living dolls, hashtag masters. <laughs> the Galactic Wizard. Uh, you know what? Let's do some live maskers. What do you think? I want to. Can anybody have any questions before we go? Uh, want to do a few live ones? We have one right here. Yeah, so I know that TJ spent a lot of time here in Chicago, and I've been looking for a place to buy a mask. And I'm wondering if he has any suggestions on where I can buy. I'm wondering why the fuck you think this is about. Ma- okay, maskers, a lot of you don't know, is you're asking the masters, okay? So it's not about masks, all right? You fucking creeps. So I don't want to hear any questions about masks or where to get masks or anything like that, all right? You're asking any question to the masters who will answer. No more questions about masks. Yes? Did you draw that on your face? What the fuck did you just say? You, why? Because it's a mask? Is this a mask? Did I make a mask on my own face? Is that what you're doing? Next question. Yes. Cameron Heard writes Hitler, the original Macbeth. <laughs> also, weird girl in the back is like, no. No, but it's, it's weird when, when they finally <laughs> asked them. It's, it's weird when bringing up Hitler breaks the tension. Like the tension was created with a mask, someone like, I got a Hitler thing, I gotta get in there. That's gonna loosen things up a little bit. <laughs> uh, any any other questions not related to masks? Do you mind? Yeah, here. Go ahead, you go. All right. Is it karma if every time I use a handicap stall, my feet fall asleep? Karma if every time. He said, uh, is it. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> is it karma if every time you use a handicap stall, your foot falls asleep? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, or or erectile dysfunction. Uh, I don't know something else even more uh, is there disturbing. Is there dis- dysfunction? Is there a situation where you're like, oh, I tried to play soccer, but I just, you know, I'm getting a little older, and uh... <laughs> thank you. Any other questions? <laughs> this guy's going. Yeah. So, uh, no, you're no, okay. Uh, so are raccoons North American trash pandas? Are raccoons North American trash pandas? Well, the map, your face has inspired me to think about You son of a bitch. <laughs> First of all, I love the idea that in your life there are such things as trash pandas. <laughs> you see a panda, then you see a panda kind of dressed a little, you're like, eh, fucking trash panda. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else? Yes. Uh, saying that's my motto. Catchy phrase or verbal plagiarism. Wow. Again, one more time for us. Saying that's my motto. Catchy phrase or verbal plagiarism. That's my motto. Oh, yeah. It's, you are that... plagiarizing the phrase. That's my motto. Yeah. This is, this is this deep. This is the most complicated. <laughs> you know what? You know what that is? That's Chicago humor. That's deep dish. <laughs> guys thank you so much for having us we'll never forget you tj miller the annoyance theater annoyance theater thank you thank you good night thank you thank you good Now leaving Nerdist.com.